Hello and welcome to the Afterburners podcast. I'm your host Samuel Oni and this is episode 22. With me is Wes Spearman for today's episode. Wes, how are you today? Yeah, pretty good. I'm a bit tired. I had an early start this morning on, on the Paralympics. I had to watch Dressage for, for all of the morning, which wasn't the most entertaining thing I've ever done, but F1's back. That's going to entertain me this weekend. Yeah, that's, yeah, all agreed. After three weeks, after three weeks of yeah. no racing. Feels like forever. Feels like ages. It so does. I know we've had a bit of Formula E. There was Le Mans, I think, last weekend, but it's, it's ages since. Yeah. If anything, I just kept myself. Yeah. If anything, I just kept myself busy watching uh, Hungary. Hungary again. I just watched the Hungary race. Well, let's get into it, shall we? Belgium is back. Race week, which means we're all going off to Spa. And uh, well, we've got a few things to cover. The Belgium Grand Prix itself. Well, looking at it from last year. It was a pretty clean race with uh, Lewis Hamilton start to finish, pole position, won the race. And um, yeah, I mean, speaking of Lewis Hamilton as well, the title race is back on between him and Max Verstappen. It's going to be it's going to be great to see two two drivers at it again. Wes, let me get your thoughts. What are you looking most excited to the most? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think... I don't know actually because it, it it feels like ages since <laughs> since we've had a Grand Prix. And obviously Hamilton had that sort of great recovery drive, if you like, from sort of the back of the grid in Hungary when he chose not to pit, stayed on enters for that one lap. Everyone else pitted and then dropped right to the back of the field and then still finished up in in second thanks to Vettel's uh, disqualification. Yeah. Um, Max got a bit unlucky with obviously the incident at the start in Hungary. Um, and, you know, I think Belgium is, I, I, I don't know which track it favours most this year, because both the Mercedes and the Red Bull, they've, got, they've both got excellent, excellent cars. It's the first, yeah. I'm sure I've said this before in, in, in the series, that it's the first time I feel that Mercedes have properly been challenged to the title by both drivers and constructors. Yeah. Um, but I know a lot of Dutch fans will be at Belgium. You see, I think it's usually at sort of, uh, La Source, the first corner. I think you mentioned it earlier on on, on our WhatsApp. Just that sort of hill, if you like, at La Source, which gives you the, the overview of obviously La Source, the first corner, and then the downhill through Oruz, then the uphill through Radio, right, yeah. and onto the Kemmel Strait. Um, that would be a wash with Dutch fans, as will the stands on the Kemmel Strait itself and around Oruz, Radion. Um, give Max a Bit of confidence, I suppose. Bit of a yeah. boost. It's always nice to have fans on your side, the crowd on your side. Um, but I think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be a very, very close race. I don't think, I, I don't see either of them sort of being dominant this weekend. Mm. I think it's going to be a real scrap for for podium places. Whether uh, Perez will get another podium, or Bottas will get another podium. I think Max and Lewis both will. If they're going to be first and second. I can't quite say which way around yet. I'll have a little think as we go on into, and then get into uh, the predictions. But whether Ferrari will come back after a sort of promising start, you could say. Yeah. Or sort of promising first half of the season with Leclerc and Sainz. Uh, whether McLaren will still be at it, running sort of best of the rest in, in fifth and sixth. Just quickly, um, just quickly. On that, for, on Ferrari, McLaren. Yeah, on Ferrari and McLaren. How would you, 
out of 10, how would you rate Ferrari's first half of the season so far? You know, 10 being excellent and one being, you know, awful. Out of 10. I'd probably give them at least a seven, I would yeah. say. Just because they're, they're not, they're still not at the Ferrari where that or that level of where they were a few years ago, say 2016, 2017, maybe 2018 as well. Uh, they're not quite, I mean, they have, have they won a race this year? I don't think they have. No, I don't think it's so. It's just been Red Bull and Mercedes. Um, so they won, I think they won <clears> a me. race or two last year. But they don't seem to be at that point where they're consistently challenging for race wins compared to, as I say, a few years ago. Hopefully they can back, get back to their best next year with the, with the regular changes. Yeah, 7 out of 10 for me for Ferrari, just because they've improved on last year, because last year was pretty horrible for Ferrari. They finished, what, sixth in the, in the constructors, I think it was. Yeah. Um, but yeah, McLaren, I, I mean, Lando Norris is just... <laughs> he's carrying he's carrying he's the driving. team isn't he oh, no, he's I carrying the team on his shoulders yeah not many people would have expected that at the start of the season with Ricardo being obviously a, a, a quality driver but where he's still not quite used to the car or something I'm not too sure obviously Lando's had a few years sort of in in and around the fan team um, ahead of Ricardo. but I mean like, they're both still finishing solid point scoring positions pretty much every week. I mean, Lando had got unlucky again in, in Hungary, but then who, who didn't really yeah. <laughs> in Hungary? Um, yeah, I, I'd, I'd like to see, I mean, I'd, I'd love to see McLaren on one step of the podium, whatever it be, but whether that will happen this weekend, I'm not too sure. Mm. Um, I think Red Bull and Mercedes will just have the race pace. Um, but if McLaren can get say, a fourth, a fifth or a sixth, beat those Ferraris again, beats... Aston Martin, AlphaTauri, Alpine, who had a really good weekend out in Hungary. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll mention Alpine. I'll just mention that Alonso signed for next year as well. He's taken that sort of optional year to stay on with Alpine. Um, sent this coded message out on Twitter yesterday. I don't know if you saw it. I, I saw it. I <laughs> didn't understand sort of it. I can't remember what sort of code it was. but I thought, I thought, it, him... was, I thought it was Welsh <laughs> at one time. I thought it was Welsh. Not, uh, there, there, weren't, there weren't enough L's, I don't think, or enough W's or enough Y's for him to be Welsh. He sent this message out in some sort of code, and Ocon replied in a code. And so I think someone uh, sort of figured it out, figured what code it was. And then Alonso was like, Oh, I've got some special news to announce in 20, in, announce tomorrow or something. And then Ocon was like, Yeah, I'll bet they'll work it out in 24 hours. <laughs> And someone did, and so we know today, or today as we're recording this, that Alonso is staying with Alpine for 2022. Um, yeah, I've gone off, off topic there about, I just mentioned Alpine and then go off onto, onto the spiral of Alonso. <laughs> but, um, uh, rating for McLaren to just to get back on the track. Ooh, do I give him an eight or a nine? I'm going to go with eight, just because I think Norris has got a couple podiums um, yeah. this year. I don't think Ricardo's quite there yet. I think he's just not necessarily holding McLaren back, but he's just not quite on. The same consistency, the same level as uh, Lando Norris at the moment. But hopefully, a few weeks off gets gets focused uh, again for the second half of the season and is back strong in, in the McLaren come Sunday. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, Lando Norris, eight eight out of ten, eight point five out of ten. Um, just exactly what you've said. Ricardo still trying to get to grips with the car, six out of ten. Um, 
Ferrari, Ferrari is a difficult one because they've had a good season so far, and um, I understand that they are in a transitional period, trying to get to where they were. But I don't know why I keep complaining about it. They have good qualifying pace, but when it comes to the race, they seem to lack. They seem to lack the speed. Not really keeping up with the McLarens, the Red Bulls, especially uh, Sergio Perez. So um, yeah, I'd I'd say maybe maybe six out of ten for for both Ferraris. I know Science has podiums to his name, but you know it can get better. Yeah, yeah, I think Science. I I don't know who's been the better Ferrari driver. Oh. Is another question. I um, mean, science has science has the podiums. I think he's got two mm. this year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, was, what, was second at Monaco and then a third at Hungary. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, Leclerc is it that podium sort of evading him <laughs> a little yeah. bit. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm. I'm think, I think he'll get one. I back him to get a podium this year, if not, if not two and. Probably get more points than science as well. I think, I think he has got more points than science at the moment. Yeah, I, I mean, by three points, Leclerc Leclerc's on eighty-seven yeah. and uh, science is on eighty, so quite tight between those two. Yeah, very very close. But I mean, that's that's sort of what you want as a team. You want both drivers to be fairly consistent, which obviously they are if, if they're scoring that that sort of closely together. Yeah, and if I can take that consistency into next year, into well, in, into the second half of this season, then. They'll be challenging McLaren for third place in, in the constructors for sure. I mean, as a as a McLaren fan, I do hope that they finish third in the yeah. championship. And Norris finish finishes third in the in the drivers' uh, time in uh, standings as well. But as someone who just loves F one, it would be good to see Ferrari sort of back on the top step of the podium. Charles Leclerc, Carlos Sainz winning races. Yeah. Um, if they if they win a race this year, then hats off to them. Fair play. Um, but yeah, hopefully for next year they can. I mean, we've said this time and time and again in this podcast, but hopefully they can bounce back for next year. Yeah. And predictions then. Predictions. Belgium, round 12, Spa, Pulsitzer, race winner, driver of the day. Who's your pick? Pulsitzer. I think I'm going to go Max. Just, Max Verstappen. Yeah. I think I just think he's got good quality, quality place. He's been uh, Lewis a few times. Um, but then obviously Max will be done well but um, I just see Max being part and I see him winning the race this weekend actually to be honest I'm yeah. going to go pole sitter and race winner mm. Max Verstappen okay. um, driver of the day it's always like, a difficult one we've <laughs> said loads of times that it's just a lottery it could be anyone yeah um, I reckon I'm going to go Esteban Ocon I think he'll take the confidence from Hungary I think he'll Oh yes, we've had a few weeks off, but I think he'll bring he'll take that confidence, that uh, that level of performance that he brought from Hungary. He'll take that into this weekend, and I think he'll, he'll get a solid points finish, top six finish. I'm going for Ocon <laughs> this weekend. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, okay. Um, pole sitter, uh, Lewis Hamilton. I think Lewis Hamilton will get pole. Adding that he got pole last year in Belgium. He he went from pole to race win in Belgium last year. Um, I don't think he'll do it this year. I don't think so. So I think my race winner will be Max Verstappen. I just think if Max Verstappen... I think 
the thing is, whoever wins Belgium this weekend will probably set the tone for the coming races ahead, especially when we have uh, Monza in another two or three weeks' time in mid-September, just for just before my birthday, so that's quite nice. Um, but yeah, uh, Max Verstappen for the race win, Lewis Hamilton, pole sitter, driver of the day is always a difficult one, as as we've mentioned. Um, oh, it's it's a difficult one. I think, you know, I think Sergio Perez. Sergio Perez has been yeah. Yeah, quiet yeah. a bit. He's had a few driver of the days, but I think, yeah, Sergio Perez for driver of the day. I don't expect him to, you know, start at the back of the grid and try and win, try and yeah, win it again, no, like yeah. secure. I think, but... I think we'll have, I think we'll have a good qualifying. Perez, yeah. but I think he could take that challenge to Bottas, maybe Hamilton, finish second or third. I, yeah, I reckon Perez is a good shot. Yeah. So Lewis Hamilton pole sitter. Max Verstappen, race win, and Sergio Perez for driver of the day. Another interesting thing I want to talk about is, um, well, before that, just want to mention, we've got a quiz at the end, so watch out for that. Another interesting thing which has got F1 talking is uh, George Russell uh, for Mercedes 2022. And I've put here in my notes, will Bottas keep his seat or... Will George Russell be the new face at for the Silver Arrows in 2022? I think George Russell will get the seat next year. I don't know when. Yeah. I don't know when they will announce it, but I think he will get that seat for next year. What do you think? It's, it's a tricky one, I think, because I mean, we've talked about this before, and I think we talked about it a few weeks ago as well. But, um, it's kind of, I mean, it, it, I think it depends what happens over the next sort of few races or so. If Bottas um, sort of proved to be a race winner because I don't think he's won a race this year and he's got a couple poles if um, I remember my memory serves me right um, but it just hasn't been on that sort of level of performance that he has been the last couple years which I don't think Mercedes mind too much mm. because let's be honest he is their second driver he is their number two they will Lewis is the main driver they give priority to him yeah um but I think if if they do have Russell, then they've probably got two, well, Russell into the Bottas, they will have two race-winning drivers. Um, as there's been this talk about sort of, uh, Hamilton is scared of Russell, sort of stuff like that, but I, I don't think that's the case at all because <laughs> Russell's been in the Williams the last year. Yes, he's put in great performances in the Williams, got into Q3 a couple of times this year. Um, could have won at Sakir last year, as as we mentioned before. Um, he's got unlucky with the points; he's been outscored, or yeah, outscored by his teammates the last what, couple of years. Been outscored by Latifi this year, outscored by Kubica uh, a couple of years ago. But I'd, I'd just love to see the pairing Hamilton and Russell, two British drivers for Mercedes, two quality drivers as well. Um, and just it seems if you have like. A podium where it's like Hamilton, Russell, and Norris on the podium at Silverstone as well. Imagine yeah. the scenes there. <clears throat> that would be <laughs> great. Would be um, <laughs> that would be incredible. Where, I mean, 
whether it will happen or not too sure because I think Mercedes like having Bottas as that sort of the second driver the one that sort of helps Hamilton rather than having someone who can take the competition to Hamilton because then we could end up in a Hamilton Rosberg situation where they're both two hard race winning drivers aggressive drivers and we could get a Spain 2016 all over again where the two crash out they fall out with each other um Mercedes won't want something like that to happen again um so whether they'll keep Bottas for another year or two uh, I think it depends sort of what happens um in, in this year's championship I think if Hamilton maybe wins his eighth then they might be more inclined to go for Russell because in that sense Hamilton's already broken Schumacher's in to an extent his own record I suppose yeah um but I think if if Max wins it this year then maybe they might want to keep Bottas for another year or two just until Hamilton does win that eighth world title um I think Russell I think he deserves the Mercedes seat to be honest um yeah he's proven Yes, he's been outscored by his teammates for Williams. He's been outscored by Latifi and Kibitza. But he's just such a class driver. More, I mean, more often than not, Russell is ahead of his teammate, both in qualifying and in the race. So yeah. if he does move up from Williams, then does he, I mean, he's not going to go to Aston Martin because they've got Stroll and Vettel, another Mercedes power unit team. The only other places he can go is potentially McLaren, which... And Norris and Ricardo aren't going anywhere. Yeah. And then you've got you've got that you've got one of the seats at Mercedes. So I mean, if if they do announce uh, Russell to Mercedes, I think it will be at the end of the year. I don't think they'll do it for the remainder of the season. I think it could be it'll, it'll be after Abu Dhabi and possibly in the new year. Yeah. Um, as well. Um, but if I was Mercedes, I honestly wouldn't mind too much who I have in that second seat because. Bottas is a very valuable asset to the, the team and Hamilton, sort of giving Hamilton a bit of, not necessarily a bit of protection, but providing that sort of role for the team, that sort of what, what you'd expect your number two driver to do. But if they have Russell, then they've got two top quality drivers. I mean, Bottas is a top quality driver, but he's, so he's, he's lost a bit of form this year, if you like. He's not winning race. He's not performing as well as he has done the last few years. Um, but with Russell, we've got a young driver at the top of his game at the moment, really, in, in the Williams car. I've got it into Q3, as I'm sure I've mentioned a couple of times already. So I'd, I'd like to see Russell go to Mercedes, but if I was in Toto Wolf's position, I wouldn't mind too much what happened in that second seat. Yeah, yeah, I, I totally agree. Um, well, I believe I believe that's that's about it. But then... We do have a quiz on our hands, so um, let's let's get into it, shall we? To round it off, we have a quiz. Um, basically, name name the Belgium Grand Prix pole sitters. Um, <laughs> we can right. We can do this in two ways. We can either do it from between two thousand and between the year two thousand up until. 2020 up until now yeah or we can do it or or, <laughs> or we can do it um belgian pole sitters since 2010 up until now um i'm right. gonna give you let's the choice let's let's do it since 2000 okay <laughs> okay so can you name 
the Belgium pole sitters since 2000? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I said that. <laughs> um, give it a try. Give it a try. Is this going completely random order? Hakkinen? Wow. Go. Yeah. Yes. Mika Hakkinen. In 2000. Yep. Mika Hakkinen um, got pole in 2000. Kimi Raikkonen. Kimi Raikkonen is on that list, but not in 2001. Yeah, much later. Yeah. Okay, Kimi Raikkonen was in 2008. No, sorry, um, 2007. Sorry. Yeah, I thought, it, yeah, that's where yeah. he won his championship. Um, 2001. Schumacher. Nope. Michael Schumacher. Schumacher was in 2002. Um, Rubens um, Barrichello. This, sorry? Rubens Barrichello. Nope, he's not on the list. Uh, <laughs> no. This this driver in two thousand and in two thousand and one is uh, what team? Oh, right, I don't. <laughs> I did not revise. Sorry, <laughs> right, no, never, mind. never, never mind. Um, he's he's a Spaniard. I think he he last raced in two thousand and oh, when did he last race? Two thousand and twelve. Spanish driver. Um, yeah. That is really annoying. Um, I know that not for 2001, but Fernando Alonso, I think, is on that list. Alonso is not on that list, no. Oh, it's not? No. <clears throat> no. Alonso is not on the list. I can't think of it. Um, just going out of order, um, Hamilton. <laughs> yeah. <won>. Hamilton, <laughs> Hamilton in 2008, 2013, 2015, <laughs> 17, 18, and 2020. Yeah. Um, just to give you a hint well uh, yeah <clears throat> yeah i'll give you I, i'll give you a little <laughs> something there was no belgium race in 2003 and 2006. So no races in Belgium took place okay. in 2003 or six. So, so working backwards now. Uh, Vettel? Yep, 2011. Do you know what team he was uh, racing for back then? Red Bull. Good, 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 good. Uh, Weber, Mark Weber. Weber's on that list. Do you know what year? 2010. Well done, 2010. <laughs> um, uh, which, which years am I, am I missing any of the 2010s? 2012. 2012 and 14. 2014, yes. Oh, 2000... Rosberg. Nico Rosberg would be one of them, I imagine. Yes. Rosberg, yeah. 2014 and 2016, yeah. the year he won his championship. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. Uh, so. I'm still, I'm still missing 2012. 
Yep, 2012. Uh, Massa, Felipe Massa. Nope. Massa's not on that list, no. unfortunately. Nope. <laughs> um, this driver in 2012, he has previously raced with Lewis Hamilton. He has raced with, I think, Pascal Verlein as well. Jensen, Jensen Button? Yes. Yep. Yeah. 2012 <laughs> Jensen Button. Right. You are missing 2001. The early ones. <laughs> You are missing 2004. Yeah. 2005. The driver in 2005 is the same as the driver in 2001. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, and 2009 as well. So you're missing... Uh, oh, wow. So you're missing three drivers from one, two, three... Four different years. Four years, yeah. Um, Juan Pablo Montoya. Well done. Well done. <laughs> 2001, 2001 and 2005. Yeah. And now we are so down just... We are down to two. Um, two of them that I have not heard of. 2009 would have been. Two of oh, them okay. I have not heard of. So. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Um, what, what years are they again? 04 is... 04 and 09. 04 and 09. Um, Heike Kovalainen? No, it's not Kovalainen. No. Who racing drivers of the 2000s? <laughs> yeah. 2004. Well, yeah. I thought that had been like Schumacher or someone. No. These names are actually new to me, so I better do my research after this. Um... I have their initials. <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. So 2004, <laughs> 2004, J, yeah. first letter of his first name, J, yeah. last letter, uh, first letter of his last name, T. Oh, Yano Trulli. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yano Trulli, 2004. Now the it's Renault, just 2009. I should get this. I really should get this. GF. Giancarlo Fisichella. Yeah, that's it. I thought I thought he'd have been the early four one. Yeah. <laughs> I thought Fissy would have been earlier than nine, but obviously not. <laughs> I just I, I had Fisi I had in my head as well for a bit of that. I thought no, he can't have surely. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Got no idea what team that would have been for. <laughs> Maybe Ferrari. I might have been Ferrari. <laughs> I'm really not sure. Yeah. And through all through all of the Wi Fi <laughs> Wi Fi troubles and yeah, I know. and whatnot, we managed to get through it. So yeah, we managed to soldier on thanks to my rubbish Newcastle <laughs> Wi Fi. <laughs> uh, must be awful up there. Well, that brings us that pretty much brings us to the end of another podcast episode. Um as you know. This weekend, we go racing again, round 12 in Belgium. Who will get off Who will get off the finish line the quick... Who will get off the starting line quickest? Hamilton or Max Verstappen? Can Norris, you know... Well, yeah. Can Norris make a good name for himself? And, uh, yeah, I've been your host, Samuel Oni. And it's a goodbye from me. 
bye-bye. And it's a goodbye from Wes. Bye-bye. And uh, too robotic. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully our, our Wi-Fi troubles will be better next time. Yeah, See they, you soon yeah, they should be, and enjoy. They should be sorted next week. <laughs> yeah. See you soon and enjoy the Belgian Grand Prix this weekend. <laughs>